0: And I'm Daniel and we are two guys of pizza and a podcast. And if you love pizza, and you love podcasts, then you're, you're going to love us. What's up, guys? We are back for another episode of Two Guys a Pizza and a Podcast. This is Daniel. And this is Ben. And we are excited about tonight. We have a very special episode.
1: Yeah, this was a totally different format. Uh, definitely, normally we pick up a pizza, but today we just couldn't do that.
0: We couldn't do it. We, uh, we had a recommendation on Facebook a couple weeks back. I believe it was my wife who said we needed to try this place called DeLuca gaucho pizza Ga- gaucho 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 <laughs> okay I'm, you can tell I'm from the midwest just by saying that but DeLuca and it is like a Brazilian style steakhouse but it's pizza mm-hmm. instead of steak obviously so you have the red and green card you sit down they bring pizza around to you and uh, and we said we gotta try this
1: yeah absolutely yeah they they keep uh, for those who've never been to Brazilian steakhouse what they'll do is they bring a uh, they have a menu, it's an ongoing like 15, 20-item menu, and they just bring it nonstop the entire yeah. time around. They'll ask you, hey, would you want this slice of meat? And, of course, this place being a pizza place, they had pre-made, not to say pre-made pizzas, but pre-already designed pizzas. Yep. And they just brought those around. I think there was about 15, yeah, 18 15 of them. Yeah, 15
0: different ones, yeah. yeah. Quite
1: a few, to say the least.
0: And they, were, they ranged from traditional to unique. Yes. <laughs> to... I guess you'd even call them like like a global kind of pizza. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. If,
1: if for the for for the, I think it would be for the more cultured yes uh, user or fan. This would be a great place. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. You get to try some stuff that I know from around the world that normally you probably wouldn't uh, want to ever try. Period. But also on a pizza on top of that, definitely made for a unique experience. And it was it was it was a wonderful experience because there was moments where. Hey, I'm not, this is not something I normally would get, but I'm going to, I'm going to take a bite at least and yeah. try it. And some of it I really liked and some things I'm like, okay, but Hey, I tried it and that's all that
0: matters. We will, we'll get to the Elotes in just a second. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we finally tried Elotes okay. pizza, but what was cool is we sit down, they, they, um, it's kind of like an all encompassing package, right? And they had appetizers and then pizza and then they had dessert pizzas. Start of the show. One of the stars of the show was the meatballs.
1: Oh yeah. I, I almost forgot about those. They were
0: insane. So they you got meatballs, could have had lobster bisque. Neither one of us got the soup. I'm sure it was delicious. Uh I don't do you like lobster bisque? I have never had it to be honest with you.
1: Um I'm not big on lobster. I probably would have tried it just because it's free. I mean Well sure, yeah. Or it's included well, in the price. Yeah, it was yeah. included, right? It's yeah. included <laughs> in the price. So but of course my, my thought was, oh, I want the star of the show to be these pizzas. The I didn't pizzas, know how yeah. that was gonna turn out yeah. and um, I was definitely full by the end of the evening. Oh, absolutely. The yeah. Still full. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Full. Yeah.
0: Uh, or we could have had like an arugula salad with bread. We got the bread. We asked them to yeah. bring some bread out. The help the, with, yeah, kind of like
1: a palate cleanser. Yeah, a
0: palate cleanser. Yeah. But the meatballs were out of this mm. world. I mean, I, we said, we were like, we could have 50 of those things. Yes. Yeah. They were so good.
1: Yeah. We literally, I think we asked for it four or five times. We are just like, keep bringing oh, yeah. it. Just keep, keep bringing, bringing
0: it. In. Yeah. yeah. And it was cool. Amazing service. Um, but then the, they, they just kept on bringing the pizzas by. And here's the list that I made of what we did try. So the very first one was the four cheese and truffle pizza. Mm-hmm. And we were like, whoa, if this is what the rest of the pizzas are going to be like, we're in for a real treat. Because we, we loved that
1: yeah. one. I, I, for the longest time, that held the title. It really did. Uh, of, of that. And, and I mean, it, it had truffle oil yep. and it wasn't overwhelming and it was very rich. I mean, just... Very succulent pizza, to say the least, in terms yeah. of, of richness. And did they? Did we
0: get two slices of that one? Yeah, we did, right? They came back around. They came around, back around, yeah. yeah and we,
1: we said yes to it.
0: But I, I will say this. Before we even get into the rest of the pizzas, the crust on every pizza was just out of this world. Yeah. Because it's wood, wood-fired. Yep. And it was, it was really crunchy, but it was chewy, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, so, I know you've always said you prefer kind of wood-fire. Wood-fire is kind of your, yeah, like kind of your particular fire, yeah. style. And for me, I'm always... I'm always have that conundrum of if it's too charred, yeah. I'm not, I can't. But tonight, it, it had its char, it had small bits of char. It had its chewiness. Yeah, you know, it had its crust. So it had all three inside the slice of pizza. And what was what's interesting is everything was consistent. Everything. And all the pizzas had the same consistent yeah. crust. So they they've gotten their timing down to the oh, T. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, it just it just amazes me just as many pizzas they're bringing out yeah. and just having that consistency.
0: It was incredible. It was incredible. This, this sec, the second one they brought by was the Elotes. So we did try the Mexican corn Elotes pizza. pizza.
1: So I know there's a couple of fans. I know some fans have reached out to me and they have wanted us to recommend. I think it was a was lot. was a lot, yep. Had the Elote pizza. And me and Daniel were both for like, ah, we just can't we can't justify buying a whole pizza <laughs> uh, at the time. I guess we should have. We really should have tried it. And, and we tried it t- tonight yeah, and is. obviously it's not Zalat's uh, right. Version. could be
0: completely different could yeah. be
1: completely different Um I think you finished your slice
0: I did finish my slice yeah I and did
1: finish it I took uh, I took, took one bite, bite <laughs> and I was like okay hey, it's good <laughs> it's not good enough for me to finish kind of thing it's just it's it was just different. so
0: weird yeah. it really was and we both said it we're like ah corn on pizza Yeah. but we talked about this at the dinner table we're like okay we always hear the debate is pineapple a pizza topping now what? Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this before. I actually really like pineapple on pizza. Like, I could do a Hawaiian pizza. No problem. You're giving me this crazy I face am right giving here. him the literal... <laughs> it's almost like I just lost my pizza uh, card. I,
1: I'm i turning off the, the computer right now. We're ending this podcast. Have you ever
0: tried it, though? Uh, no. Why? Have tried it? Okay, hold on. Okay. I was the same way you were. Okay. That's like
1: saying... Mm, I'm gonna get some escargot on pizza. No, you just no one does that.
0: Ooh, Escargot, ooh,
1: ooh. but it just it's just it just doesn't belong on a pizza. Uh, okay, <sighs> maybe maybe tonight if they had had you would have tried it. Maybe maybe right, just okay. for you, just okay. just for that, because I like I said I got to tray of some things that I normally wouldn't have gotten to ever yeah. order, and a lot of those I still probably won't ever order as a pizza, but sure. because it was an option. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna No,
0: I have to preface I, it's not my go-to pineapple pizza. I'm just saying, like if somebody had it, I would definitely eat it. If
1: that was the pizza that was the only thing in the room, you would definitely have a slice. Oh of
0: I mean I would I would I would pound a couple slices, yeah. Okay. I'm just, telling you, don't knock it until you try it. Cause oh. I used to be just like you, I used to be like, no way, but it is you have to find the right one though, because you know what mushy pineapple well, first of all, do you like pineapple? No. Okay, oh, the, more there, it's, the, the chips are stacked against you yeah, to, to yeah. begin with. This, this is already the problem. Do <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, you like corn, though? You No, you I, like corn. I, I absolutely love corn, yeah. So so then with that, then you're still kind of like, eh, let's just go with a so, pizza. So
1: interestingly enough, and they didn't do it on this, but I'm wondering if the corn had maybe been more roasted.
0: Oh, sure, yeah. Like almost like charred and blackened. Yeah.
1: I think I would have maybe enjoyed it. Now, they also, in their loaded pizza, they had kind of like... I would say some type of yeah, sir, ranch. ranch, sriracha yeah. type. I don't know mm-hmm. what it would have been. And I'm not a fan of ranch. So that that was already throwing me off. On yeah. top of that, but I, yeah, it, we tried, it, we tried and, it. And it. It was. I guess I think it
0: was, some people would have really loved it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I could see if, if if that was if people like like unique pizzas, that's right up their alley. Yeah, yeah. hands down. But then they brought traditional pepperoni, which yep. was good, very much so. I mean, it's pretty hard to ruin a pepperoni pizza. Yeah. They brought a margarita after that. Margarita was really good. Yep. Then they brought a grilled shrimp and fontina pizza, which I... Did you... No, you no did I did
1: not. No, I'm not a seafood person, so...
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. I tried it, thought it was good. Would I eat a whole... Would I order it? Probably not. But just because we were doing this, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. What
1: Was the shrimp fresh to you? Or It was really good.
0: Oh, yeah. It was really, really good. Okay. It had a good char on it. It was nice. It was, it was It was cooked... But it was kind of one of those deals. It's like ah, oh, shrimp on a pizza. I don't know. Okay. So I was, like, and then it had red sauce. If it would have had white sauce, Ooh. then I think maybe because I mean I love like a shrimp Alfredo. Oh sure, sure. Yeah. That could have been a game changer. But regardless, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Um, then they brought the lamb, which I know you don't. You're not a lamb fan. Yeah.
1: Okay, this was the section where obviously I must have skipped a couple. You
0: skipped a couple. I could
1: I skipped two <laughs> two or three pieces right here in the middle. A couple,
0: yeah. No, we'll, we'll get it back to you. But they had a they had a lamb, it had some onions. I'm not an onion guy, I took the onions off. It was good. Again, would I order the whole thing? Probably not. But it was okay. Then they brought around the barbecue sausage, and Ooh. we really liked that one.
1: Yes. So it was it was it was sausage. It was barbecue sauce. Yeah. They were supposed to be jalapenos. I don't food. I don't we I don't think either of our slice yeah. had it, but the star on that one was hands down the sauce. Like Absolutely. The sauce was so good. Me and Dan were like, we could put this on other things. Like Oh,
0: ribs. Yeah, ribs Risky. alone. Oh, yeah.
1: I was like, this sauce alone is what makes this pizza. Absolutely. I'm almost surprised we didn't get more of that
0: slice. Yeah, i am actually too. And they didn't even bring that back around. I don't, I don't think they did. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a popular choice because, I mean, the other people in the restaurant could have just downed it. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. But it was good. So we, yeah. we gave that one a thumbs up. Then was buffalo chicken pizza. hmm We liked it.
1: So yeah, so for for me, I've never been a, a fan of buffalo, of chicken, buffalo chicken. Just because yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I am i do not like buffalo sauce typically. Yeah. Now I wanted to try just because I don't get the option always trying it, and it was so rich. Yeah. Uh, and it, and the reason that it was, it had some uh, gorgonzola.
0: Yep, gorgonzola. Yep. Which we
1: both first thought was blue cheese at first because it was yeah. so kind of like that salty, that it had, salty cheese.
0: Yeah, kind of that
1: stinky taste. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think if I didn't have that. I think i would have enjoyed it i think so too yeah it was still good it was just it was just different
0: sometimes with the buffalo chicken pizza too like they go really heavy on the buffalo sauce and they can kind of punch in the face Mm -hmm. a little bit i didn't feel like it was that way it was pretty mild yeah yeah so that was good then they had the picana steak pizza which we both tried yes and it was kind of like oh is this steak yeah so this was the only pizza that i i I truly felt which was
1: interesting because if you had told me I mean, we did our research and we looked at some pizzas. And I think mm-hmm. this was one that I was like, "This will be awesome to try." Because one, uh, for bocconcio is like a type of steak. It's it's a specific mm-hmm. type of cut. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of Hispanic family, families typically tried. That's kind of their their steak of choice, their cut of choice. Yep. And so I was curious because I've never had it before, and especially to have it on pizza would be interesting. And I and I enjoyed it, but it wasn't anything. I guess to. To, to write the, home about. Yeah. yeah, to write home about. It, it almost kind of reminded me of like almost like a ground beef. I don't know if it was yeah, because yeah, yeah. the way they chopped it up.
0: Yeah, the consistency. Um, but
1: it was just ground yeah. beef on a slice of pizza.
0: Yeah, honestly, I don't even remember what like a company. I can't remember if it was a red sauce, if there was no sauce. I really don't even remember. I,
1: I think it was a, a very light red sauce.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing. I, I can't tell you anything about it other than
0: yeah.
1: would I eat it again if that was the only thing that was at a party? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But it's I nothing I probably yeah.
0: would, would order. No, no. But again, all about the experience. Sure. Um, and then they brought it was it was chicken and um, capote Brazilian ca, catupiry. catupiry. <laughs> I just
1: put we, like, we are so sorry on, on it's, that.
0: It's like C A T U P I R Y. I don't even know how to pronounce. It. <laughs> but I thought the guy said it was like brie cheese when he came by.
1: Yeah, brie but brie maybe. or cream I thought
0: cream cheese. Yeah, yeah, something like that cuz it was it was it was a rich creamy cheese. Yeah,
1: very I think that was probably my most non-traditional one that I enjoyed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. And uh, I don't even remember if they brought that one back. I, th- I think we only got one slice of that one. I think they
1: did bring it back, but I think by that time we had found some yeah. others that we yeah. were like uh we're going to we want more of this one before we we, go, we try this one.
0: Yeah, but it was it was it was good. But then the next one really stole the show, and that was Salsada Salami with hot honey. Yes, and this was we agreed this is our favorite.
1: This is this is our favorite, and it, it's it's a little unfortunate because I feel like um, this was kind of a predetermined winner, just because <laughs> yeah. there's other places that we've been that have had the similar yeah. similar style. They have the same exact, but man, if you've ever had this pizza, it just
0: it's so good. It was it, it was great. I,
1: I think the only one that would give it to run for its money is the barbecue sauce pizza.
0: I would agree. I would do it. And kind of the four cheese and truffle. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. four those, cheese. I was honestly those are like a top three. And normally we're pepperoni guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pepperoni. Yeah, yeah, pepperoni never really made it in there.
0: No, and we, we did have a couple slices of it too. I think it was just because they were coming around. We're like, yeah, we better have another pepperoni. Sure. It was good. It was good. I like, don't get me wrong, it was good, but the sapersada and hot honey. By far, you,
1: you can't you can't go wrong with that.
0: It was it was amazing,
1: and I say for this one, if, even if you're not a fan of something spicy or hot, heat wise, I know the other one which was um Connie yeah, Rosso, yeah, Connie the honey bee, yeah. There's is really kind of think a little bit more punchy. It's a little bit it is yeah more heat yeah. This one they tone it down just enough, so I feel like even like if you don't like heat, this is this is the perfect level for you.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was great. I mean, that one would be easily could have downed a whole pizza. Oh, hey, easily. That, I mean we, I think we asked at
1: least two more times. Yep. Two, one yep, or two more times for that yep. one.
0: And then they brought out, this is one that's going to make my wife proud. They brought out the spinach and bacon. Yes. I and had it, a slice.
1: I, I can confirm that. He had a slice. I, I, did. I did not. I looked at him. I'm like, the, the spinach <laughs> should not go on a pizza. I'm just sorry.
0: I, and hey, I ate the whole slice. So I was... Was it good? What, it was, yeah, it was okay. I mean, it was, I, I, I'm not... A crazy spinach guy, but the bacon was great. Oh,
1: that's right, there was bacon on yeah. it. Yeah,
0: if there wasn't bacon, if it was just straight spinach, no way, I wouldn't have touched it. Was
1: it like an Alfredo sauce? Or cr-
0: I don't think it had a sauce. I think like this because it was cream spinach. Okay, so it was like cream spinach. It had cheese and had bacon, so it was okay. It was. It was okay.
1: As far as I mean, I. Th- I know, I think your wife enjoys spinach-type pizzas. Does like spinach, yeah. So as far as spinach pizzas go, yeah. was this one of the better ones, you oh, would say? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was good. It, it like, It wasn't overwhelming spinach. Sometimes spinach can get kind of like pungent, you know what I mean? And it, it wasn't like that. So it was good. It was good. So we pretty much tried, between the two of us, all of them that came by, the only one that we did not try, two of them, was the Brazilian hearts of palm. Which was essentially like a Brazilian artichoke. Yes. And then they didn't bring this one around. I'm really happy they didn't. But it was Portuguese pizza with eggs, prosciutto, and olives.
1: Yeah. I, I think the <laughs> eggs alone. I'm just like. Yeah. Hmm. I would try pineapple pizza before I try eggs. Absolutely. On pizza. I just, this sounds so weird. And I like eggs. Like, that's the oh, thing. Yeah, I, I enjoy yeah. eggs, but I'm not on a pizza. There's
0: Absolutely just... not. No way. No way. So they did not bring that one around, which I was really happy about. But then they did bring the desserts around. And this is where everything
1: flipped. It, oh. Hands down, the, show, the whole show changed.
0: Oh, yeah. Because because they, they, they start out with, it was it's called a banana fl- flam. Basically like cinnamon banana.
1: Yeah. They, they kind of, I don't know what they did, if they somehow. It's almost um, like a puree. A puree banana, and they yeah. put it on a pizza, and then they put some cinnamon on top of it, and then baked it in. That was good, and if, was especially good. if you love banana, even if you don't, I'm not a banana person. Neither am I. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. I ate my yep. slice. I mean, it was it was worthwhile.
0: It was really good, really, really good. But then it came. Well, okay, then came the they brought them both at the same time as Italian Nutella. Yes, which I think we both looked at the menu before, and we were like, "That's probably going to be our favorite,"
1: especially the desserts, and yes. probably even at the restaurant. Yes, I. Yeah. That is a very much a reminder of uh, Connie yeah. Connie Rosso, yep. their dessert pizza. Yep. So yeah, hands down, I was thinking that would be the best,
0: but but then they brought out the is dolce or dolce? <laughs> we'll say dolce. Dulce, dulce. dolce, um, dolce, and toasted con- coconut, and that was like mind blowing.
1: That and yeah, coconut for me. I hate coconut. Oh. But that pizza, I would eat the whole thing.
0: Oh, it was it was incredible. I,
1: I think both me and Daniel, when we both got it, I think we tried uh, the was the other one first, yeah, the Nutella one, yeah. And yeah. then we tried the Dulce one, and we yeah. were like, we should have totally got more slices. Of oh that. yeah, like it was just hands down. We were like, we we made a mistake, and so we literally, I think, we asked for him to come back. Yeah. Just so we could have more of that one. Which yeah. we got
0: both of the desserts again. We did, we did, yes. But it was more for the dulce than anything else. And it was it was fantastic. Yeah. So it's hard, right? Like hot sapasada and hot honey was our arguably our favorite pizza. Like <laughs> dinner pizza. But yeah, that that dolce de leche was probably the favorite overall. Sure. Oh yeah. It was and, incredible.
1: And I would say my like I said, the non traditional one there would probably be the four cheese with truffle oil or the barbecue barbecue sausage those two alone were different unique um Mm -hmm. i've never i've never really thought about having truffle oil on a pizza me neither and that was that was surprising i enjoyed it
0: it was really good really really good so i mean overall the experience was just really cool like just to describe it that way really fun atmosphere is cool restaurant's really nice really clean um and then the food was it was yeah. great.
1: Now, some of you guys were thinking, like, okay, is this a lot of money? Is this very expensive? So if you've mm-hmm. never been to any of the uh, Brazilian steakhouses, those are usually not cheap places. No. They're usually somewhere between 40 and $60 for a dinner-type meal. Yep. Um, this place was definitely... Obviously, on the more pricier side, a little bit, yeah. Um, I would, say, I mean, you want we
0: want to say the price, yeah. But... It was, I, th- I mean, it was like twenty-five bucks a person, right?
1: Yeah, a little. I think I think it was only twenty. I think it was twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you get, yeah, if you yeah.
0: if you got like a drink, we both had water. If you got like even a soda, it'd probably be like twenty-five bucks. Yeah.
1: So it's it's definitely a little bit on the on the pressure, but yeah. the experience alone, like if you're gonna have a good date night, if you're gonna yeah. have a group of friends who and you probably aren't bringing your kids with you because I, I don't think as a kid friendly it would be a kid-friendly place, yeah, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Um, but definitely just such good pizza and so consistent. That's still what drives me wild is yeah. every crust. And maybe this is a weird thing. Maybe some people won't like this, but the crust was consistent through every pizza, yeah. even the dessert pizza. It was just the same char type good crust, which I, there was moments where even if I got a slice of something I didn't like, I still would rip off the crust because I'm like, I just want to enjoy this crust. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. It was just so crust good. The
0: crust was fantastic, yeah. Everything, I mean, it was. there really wasn't anything that was bad, right? There was some pizza that wasn't our, our jam. Sure. But everything was, was great.
1: Hey, and that's okay. For, for some people, you know, we know that, hey, what we, we, we like, you might not like, and you might like something else. Yep. But I would highly encourage you guys to, to look them up. Um, what was the name
0: i've already deluca De deluca deluca gaucho pizza yeah i know in the dfw there's three or four
1: locations there is yeah 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 so we went to
0: the plano one plano one yeah which is right on the border of frisco so it's pretty much across the bridge and you're in plano yeah
1: so definitely look them up try if you have a good date night coming up definitely uh, definitely shoot out uh, you can make reservations in advance
0: you can yep, yep. um but yeah can't get go those wrong. open table points yeah exactly <laughs>
1: It takes quite a few to get to that first uh, first credit. Yeah, it really does. So, but yeah, oh man, I that was definitely yeah. well worth it. Definitely, I'm glad your wife saw that, mm-hmm. tagged us in it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know these next few weeks, the next few podcasts. I, it's gonna be hard to talk. It's, it's gonna be hard to top.
0: You it know, really is. Yeah, so
1: that's gonna be interesting.
0: That's gonna but, be really really tough. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. But, but then again, I mean, you don't, you just don't get that. Yeah, every time.
1: Now, something that I really enjoyed there is, and because normally. The way we usually do this is we order, we'll get the pizza, we'll bring it to, to either one of our houses, we'll eat the pizza, and then we'll talk about it right before the podcast. This, we had obviously a lot more time were oh, yeah. bringing the pizzas along, which which was great. And I think one of the things that tonight that we really got to do was uh, we got to have some fellowship and we got to have some yeah. talks, yeah. Um, some gospel-based conversations, also some discipleship-based conversations. Yep. Uh, and I know that's big on, on our hearts.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: So I know something that we kind of talked about is, you know, for a lot of people... Uh, I know for our, even our own group, they're asking, what is discipleship? And so yeah. I thought maybe that'd be a good question to kind of lead into tonight of, you know, we got to talk about it a little bit earlier, but, you know, first off, what what do you see discipleship as, or maybe what, what yeah. it's not?
0: Well, okay. So let, let's unpack it a little bit, right? And I guess I'll preface it this way. Obviously, Ben and I are not experts on this. We're not pastors. Uh, we're just a couple of believers who, who try and do this on a daily basis, but when you think about disciple, we automatically think about the twelve, right? Mm-hmm. We automatically think about Jesus's disciples, so um, you know Peter, John, James, the the whole lot, right?
1: Thank you for God. Peter's mine. my favorite. Okay, gotcha. Yeah,
0: Peter's my he's my guy because that's who I relate to the most. But but that's what we think about. That's the image that we get in our mind is okay. Well, they were following him, right? They were kind of being trained up in this ministry, and then eventually they went out on their own, right? Yep. And then we we see in Matthew 28 that Jesus' final commandment is go and make (laughs) disciples of all the nations. So what does that look like? I think what's really cool, um, and I got this opportunity, which we got to do together, Ben, last year, um, a mentor of mine asked, hey, can I disciple you? So I think that's where it starts, is either you asking somebody or somebody asking you. And then being humble enough to say yes, because... So often, right? The flesh it just it just eats away at us, and our pride kind of gets in the way, especially as believers. Of, well, why do I need to be discipled? You know, right? I mean,
1: well, sure, it's it's one of those things of we we think, uh, you know, I I'm doing everything I'm I'm supposed to be doing yeah. almost, or I'm checking the boxes. Uh, you know, I'm going to church. I'm already hearing the sermons. Why why have discipleship? Yeah. Why why have this? You know, or or so I hate for for some of us we think that is discipleship. Right. We think, oh, well, I'm I'm already in the Word, and I'm listening to my sermons from my pastor, yeah. and maybe we have kind of a men's group, and that's discipleship. And in, in some parts it might be, but there's definitely elements, yeah. But yeah. for the most part, especially if you especially aren't having more, I would say kind of one on one or one on as we kind of did it, um, or just a very close knit group of walking through and equipping. Yeah. I think you're not having that discipleship Agreed. to say the least.
0: And I think the word that you just said right there is so vital is equipping because that's what what you're doing. You're equipping uh, fellow believers Mm -hmm. who may or may not be um, on the same trajectory as you are, right? They might not be on that same walk as you are. They might be dealing with certain things and that's where you get to come in and, and help them overcome that kind of stuff, right? And I'm not painting the picture of every discipleship being that way. Yeah. But um but equipping them with the tools to where yeah. they can go out and pay it yeah. forward yeah. I and mean, start doing it themselves.
1: Yeah. And the same tools that hopefully were equipped to you, you yeah. know, and so being consistent and passing it down yeah in, in, in this training. Now, let me ask you this real quick before we kind of we jump into it. So two things. We'll start with we'll start with the easier question. You said, you know, there's sometimes that people they might be dealing stuff. Is there ever a moment where it's you know, hey, I need to get my stuff together before I can do discipleship? Or can you do discipleship while you're going through stuff?
0: It's a great question, right? So I, I, think, I think the answer is in the Word, right? So Jesus' disciples, will point back to them, right? Almost every single one of them that we know of, right? We only have certain scripture on certain of them. But they were all going through stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Peter was cheating Rome. <laughs> Matthew was a tax collector, most hated person in the region, uh, James and John were just snot-nosed little kids, pretty much. They all had different elements of the stuff that they're going through. But I think that's a great question that we have to pose to ourselves all the time is, and you can relate it to, well, I can't really go and do a surf project because I got to get right with God first. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, or... Hey, I would love to join this Bible study, but I don't know the Bible that well, so I don't want to be embarrassed when people are talking about stuff that they have knowledge about and I don't, you know, and it's it's almost like you're 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 in a pool and you're just hovering around that safety zone where your toes can still yeah. touch, right? You're like, "I'm not going to wade into the deep end because I might not know how to swim. Yeah. I might be in trouble and I won't know how to get back." Um, but but to answer your question, Yes, you can have stuff going on because how are you supposed to get better? And and that's where the, the iron sharpens iron verse comes into play is, okay, you have certain elements that you bring to the table. Billy over here, sorry if your name is Billy, Billy over here might have other stuff going on. But right, it's when you come together and the word is present that iron sharpens iron
1: yeah no I I would completely agree and I think you said it very well I think the clear examples obviously some of the the disciples if not most of the disciples they were going through things they Mm. were to essentially being asked hey essentially most of them leave your you need to leave your family you need to come on let's go you know and there wasn't even really a second like of like to think you know yeah or there wasn't a follow-up question of like okay (laughs) okay yeah you take care of your stuff and then you can come like no it was very much like okay what's Let's get going. You're in, you're I don't think he asked a second time. He, no, he, he no. only asked once. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, hands down on that. Now, the second question I have, hmm. and I, I I did give you a little heads up on this you one. You did, yes. Uh, and I think this is a great question. Um, do you see uh, salvation hmm. as part of discipleship? Sorry. Specifically, do you see sharing the gospel as part of discipleship?
0: Absolutely. Yeah even if it is a fellow believer yes okay yeah because what if what if they got the wrong doctrine okay or what if what if they have been what's the what's the word um, I don't know just just taking up a seat at church and thinking this is all I need to do
1: oh well, sure well it's it's we we can look at first John which is I would say is like the examination oh yeah uh, book of like okay check where your hearts are at and, yeah you know, what if you're going through that? And I think that can vary. That sometimes that obviously could be. I think it's been some discussion points of our discipleship class that we we kind of have done or, or kind of trained in. And so, if you're going through that with you know some guy and they are like, you know, my heart's not lining up in this, then yeah. you know, there's there's kind of that. Okay, we need to reset and precursor. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 to your point, I I always say, um, some people say, well, it's not really part of discipleship, And I'd say, well, it's kind of the precursor. Yeah, you can't really do it until you have, uh, until that person is a Christian. Yeah, um, yeah. And so it's the first, it's the first door, it's the prerequisite. So, I think you know, to say, you know, we need to share the gospel is very is is the same thing as discipleship. I would say in some ways it is. It's absolutely it's something you need to do. We need to partake in. Yeah. Um, not to say that it diminishes discipleship. I think that still takes a precedent. Sure, sure, uh, but. So does sharing the gospel, and that takes also precedence in, in that regard.
0: You know, when you asked me that question, and then obviously we had a little bit of a commute up to up to your place, I was thinking about this, and you and I have both seen the documentary American Gospel. We've, mm-hmm. we've seen both um, editions. Yes. Editions? <laughs> uh, we've seen both parts. There's, there's two parts. There's two, two movies. Yeah, two movies. Two movies. And, and I was thinking about the first one with Paul Washer, where he was talking about, hey, some church asked me to come in and you know, be, be the guest pastor for a Sunday. And when they were asking me, Hey, you know, what are you going to preach about? They prefaced it with, Hey, you don't need to dive into like the gospel or anything. Cause our church knows that already. And he said, of course well, he laughs oh, at him. Yeah. yeah, He said, well, I'm, I'm going to preach the gospel because there could be somewhere there that doesn't know yes. or has never heard it. Or there could be people there that thought that they heard it and they never have. So I think that that plays a very vital role in at least Setting the foundation for that Bibleship period, season, whatever you want to call it, that you're going to do with somebody, whether it's one person, two people, three, four, whatever it is. Yeah, I think the gospel has to be present in every single meeting, though. And I think about when we did this last year, I mean, the gospel came up in every conversation. Oh,
1: absolutely. So I think, you know, we, we, you mentioned earlier, we talked about Matthew 28, mm-hmm. Uh the great, the great command, great commission, yeah, the yeah. great commission, and it, it's interesting is you flip over to Mark mm-hmm. and see the exact words of how they word it, or how he words it. He says, "Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to who, to, the, to the whole creation." He doesn't, he doesn't say the exact same thing. Obviously, sure. it's whatever the precedent is, what he's thinking is being said. And so, I think that's where we see that we definitely have both are in play, both exist in the same, the same element almost. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, you you're right. You can't. I would hope if you're having discipleship conversations that you're also having gospel-based conversations because yeah. one of the key things I think that is so well done, at least in the what we've done or what was been kind of passed down through Peyton to you and yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but the structure is we kind of start off with like, okay, so quick very quickly, like, what's your go-to verse if someone asks mm. you what it means to be saved? Yeah. And so kind of re-establishing, okay, let's get the baseline here. Yeah. So we can understand. So that way when you do go equip other guys. We can start there mm-hmm. or if you're gonna go sh- if you're gonna go out and you meet somebody and they don't know Christ, guess what? You now have the tool, yeah, that at least you should have, to be able to say, Well this is this is what it takes to, to become saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what it takes to accept salvation. So yeah. Yeah. hands down, no. So yeah.
0: So then when you have established gospel conversations or at least a gospel foundation, what then does discipleship look like? How does it play out then from there? Sure. So
1: I would say, at least in the way we have done it, in the ways what it, I've seen before, is you continue to build off, obviously, whatever was the previous thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, we established, okay, what was what was the commands? What was kind of the, the elements? Where it's, you know, I think the couple, first couple were like, okay, obviously there's a sense of follow. There's a sense of repent and believe. Mm-hmm. That's obviously establishing the first part. And then we're establishing... Um, uh, drawing a blank. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is sorry. This is not I good. Put you on the spot. <laughs> you put me on the spot, and I can't think of what I was going to say right now.
0: Well, if I can interject a little bit, sure, go for it. I think one of the biggest elements of discipleship, too, that might not necessarily be um, portrayed in the word, but I, I, I personally believe. That it has to be present, and that's accountability.
1: Oh, hands down. Sorry, yeah, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know that's where you were. You were kind of kind of yeah. leading with it.
0: Well, and it's it's it goes back to the iron sharpens iron, and I know that that is such a nice buzz, coffee mug phrase, right?
1: Well, well, it really is. But if you really think of the intent of what that verse means, yes. if you especially thinking about, um, I was in a fraternity, and so we brought this verse. This verse was very often brought up mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if you think about iron sharpening iron it's a very hot moment there's a lot of oh, friction yes. there's yes. a lot of uh things probably breaking off there's obviously some things that are going to hurt yeah and so with that accountability and i think just even just in general as you're equipping and training there's going to be moments of i would say even i wouldn't say criticism uh accountability is one of the words but i would also say uh correcting there's other yeah. Yeah. There's some there's some rebuk rebuking. Yeah. Rebu- rebuking. That was a funny way to say that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we, we're using a scripture to correct and train and there's um, I can't think of the verse off the top of my head, but correcting and training in righteousness and yeah. uh, even a sense of rebuking of okay, no, you're not on the right track. Let's let's navigate here and what's let's, let's delegate. Yeah. Um, now I think the other element too, and you've already kind of mentioned it, is it's it's more personal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you're, because you're, you're in the trenches and essentially with, with your fellow men absolutely. Uh, uh, in those moments. So whether when you did it with me or me doing it with a couple of other guys, we're walking through whatever's currently going on in their lives yeah. uh, in the same way. So that way, as we have obstacles, we are, we are looking to, okay, where do we point this into scripture? Yeah. And then we're still building off that. So we, we have a template. We have what we're kind of walking through, yep. but we're also building and we're having those accountabilities. Yeah. Um, we're having moments of like, obviously, one question to ask is, how are you sharing the gospel?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, or
1: how are you going to just even just have um, uh, disciple-like conversations, yeah. you know? Uh, I think that's, I think it's a big element. I think a lot of guys, that's hard to have any gospel conversation mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, maybe outside, maybe just their families. Yeah. And even then, I think it's probably very limited. Absolutely. In that regard. You know, one of the best things I think is, is is men is especially with other guys to just be, hey, you know, we have all the opportunities in the world to talk about football, we yeah. have all the opportunities to talk <laughs> about pizza. Yeah. But there's sometimes there's just something more enriching and just glorifying to say, Hey man, what's going on in your life? And then being like, Well, this is what's going on and then how and then saying, Man, I don't I don't know if God's in that yeah. or hey man, I think this is how God can be reaching out to you or Hey, this is what I'm struggling with, and then what is, what is, what is we, what do we say? How do we equip? How do we present a way to to walk with that person? And I think having those, ones, and then even just even having just conversations that, um, even theological conversations where it's not necessarily anything we're like we're walking through with somebody, but just like, hey man, here's a good question for you. What do you think? Yeah, from yeah. the Bible-based perspective, you know, a question like, um, a good question we heard recently in, in class, but. Was, was Judas saved at, mm. at the end you know it just <laughs> yeah. it's just an interesting question and it so is. let's talk about it. what does that mean And so kind of having those conversations because it gets our brains flowing it gets us thinking yeah. you know uh, I know myself the other day even with my own wife uh, we were talking we, we had started watching the chosen sure. um, yeah. and then we, we were doing something we were oh, it was Easter Easter oh, was kind of okay. kind of yeah. brought it up but my wife asked me she's like, what what exactly happened after Jesus was raised? Oh, so like, you know, did he go, you know, obviously he, he saw some people, but what, what exactly, you know, kind of, I know eventually he was ascended, but like, was there anything else that kind of happened in there? And so, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, I have a, I have a general overview and then I'm thinking like, whoa, is there more, maybe I need to be more, have those detail specific things. And so thinking about that yeah, um, and just things, you know, you normally wouldn't, you know, until you go look for it or ask, or if you're studying on a regular basis, sometimes you just. You just kind of glance over. You think you know it so well. Yeah. Sorry, that was a mouthful. I think I just literally just ran a train on conversation there.
0: <laughs> That's okay. Um, I think another big thing that we I'd like to drive home to with like our listeners is, obviously we're talking about this from a, from a man perspective. That does not mean that women can't be doing this too, like discipling each other. I always think about Mary Magdalene. I think it gets lost where people just assume that she kind of popped up here and there during Jesus' ministry. But what we can theorize, and I think there's a lot of proof to this too, is she was there for all of it, for three years of it. That she was with them for three years. And there was probably other women in that camp too that were seeing this that went out and made disciples. They were listening to that great commission as well. So I would just encourage like us, right? Like We can do that with our wives. Like, hey, who are you discipling? Why aren't you discipling? That's a hard question to ask, especially our spouse, right? Yeah. Because we we really want to keep things good. <laughs> but but your best friend, I mean, it's, it, hey, who, what are you doing this week? You know, who, who, who's on your heart? Who do you need to be sharing the gospel with? It's a really rubber meets the road kind of question. Yeah.
1: It's a, it's a, there's a sense of intentionality. It's, Absolutely. And I think that's one of the hardest things we can very easily, you know, recently saw a meme for this the other day, um, about, it's very easy for someone to say, Hey Daniel, how you doing? Okay. How oh, can yeah. I, how can I pray for you? Yeah. Okay, great. What if all of a sudden you said, I said, okay, how can I pray for you? You said it. And then you said, can you pray for me right now? Yeah. I think, or, you know, hopefully I'm the one who's doing that and or yeah. saying, yeah. okay, let's pray right now for you. I think yeah. that's just that sense of intentionality right there mm-hmm. and there with that person is, Something that we desperately need, yeah. um, and even with not just with prayer, but with other things as well.
0: Now, now here's here's a scenario that I could easily see being being brought up for a non-believer that could possibly be listened to this, which we hope there's a lot. Yes, they're hearing this and they're probably thinking, "Wow, that sounds like a lot of work." But here is what I'm finding out in my walk, and agree with me if you want, or, or feel free to disagree with me too, but. I think the more that you do it and the more you're in the word and the more you're praying, the more you're asking your brothers, how you doing? Like, how can I pray for you? And mean it and be intentional. Like what you said, it doesn't feel like you're working and it certainly doesn't feel like, Oh, I have to do this. No, it turns into, I want to do this. Yeah.
1: You know, if, if you're walking with the Lord, there should be a desire that you would want to do this. Not no. Not because oh I need to check that box notes because I want to do this for the Lord I yeah. have this desire it's flowing out of me yeah. um and I think too I think there is sometimes that I'll admit that as Christians sometimes we 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 do try to outpour yeah and one of the things we don't do well is um, I'm actually dealing with this right now is not not getting poured into mm, mm. you know whether that means you know you're serving every Sunday. And then you're not, you yourself are not going to get a chance to, to hear a sermon or to have your own, um, mentor relationship pour into you or yourself are not, you know, you're just constantly outpouring and making phone calls and being, being the guy that helps everybody. But in the end, you're, you're not getting yourself poured into, you're not letting Christ pour into you and you're essentially what you're trying to do is you're trying to do it man's way. Yeah. You're trying to white knuckle yeah. everything. Yeah. And eventually that strength's going to run out because it isn't unlimited. Yeah. It's not. And so definitely want that to be, you got to have that internal spring. Yeah. And it's got to be filled in with the Lord. That's the only thing that's going to continually keep you, keep your strength up.
0: Yeah. Cause you can, you can really get fatigued uh, if you're not being poured into, yeah. if it's not being reversed too. And I think you and I have both had those instances where it's, man, I am doing this and this and this for this person, but I'm just not seeing the return. Not that we do it for some kind of an ROI for all you salespeople out there, but yeah, we we, we also have to be getting poured into, and I think so, uh, love Robbie Gallaty. I've, I've mentioned him a thousand times on this podcast already. He's got these amazing discipleship books, and if we look at just the church today and where it has Gone wrong and sometimes can still be going wrong is how many decisions did we have this weekend? Mm. Not how many disciples are we making yeah. here, right? It's and and every church falls into this trap. It's and I'm not saying that's a bad thing either, right? Because we need to be celebrating that stuff, right? People like give up their life for Christ. Like it's like yes, let's celebrate that. Let's clap like baptisms, whatever. Like let's let's rejoice in that. But it's like. What are we doing for those people after? Because it's a tough road, especially at the very beginning. There's lots of ebbs and flows. You're just kind of getting acclimated to this new life. And it's like, okay, I need a couple people to come alongside me to really help me out. And that's where I think this is such an important question to ask right now in the year 2021 and beyond is, what are we doing? How are we discipling each other? Because if we're not, we're going to fail.
1: Yeah. Hands down, we will fail if we're not if we're not having those intentional walks. We aren't having those moments. We're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna make it. We're gonna run out of our own strength. As we (laughs) mentioned, Um, now you couldn't have put it better. I think that's something for any of the listeners out there. If you're going through this, and man, you're thinking, man, all I feel like every day, I feel like it's just struggle. Every day is just like I'm just I'm putting up another fight. I'm putting up another battle. And I'm just running out of energy at the end of the day. This is the moment we would we'd love for you guys to reach out to us to yeah. have those conversations. Or maybe you are a Christ follower and maybe you're like, Man, I, I you know, I'm not being intentional with anyone, or man, maybe I need someone to be intentional with me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, those are good questions to ask. You know, I know even in our group alone, we've had some guys recently say, Man, I'm looking for discipleship, which is amazing things to hear. Oh, it's great. And I would say, do the same thing if you have a group of guys around you. You know, say, hey, I, I'm, I'm looking for a mentor. I'm looking for someone to help disciple me. You know, I would say look for an older guy um, if you can. You know, someone maybe who has a little bit more, uh, you know, Bible Bible experience to say the least. Yeah. You know, but that can just be just a young guy just as much. So, but definitely find someone who can, can help you, equip you and, tool, and give you the tools. And in the same way, hopefully you will do the same. And I, And I and even find someone you can find someone right now you can do both mm-hmm. you can be yeah. mentored and then you can also pour at the same time yep, yep. Uh, i just i just caution you if, you, if you're going to do that make sure that you're getting poured into in some way of capability cuz you you will eventually lose your user your strength if you're yeah. just trying to the white knuckle it all the for way for sure
0: couldn't agree with that statement more I don't know. I think we, we went from dolce to leche to that. Yeah, dolce <laughs> to discipleship. Dolce to discipleship. Shef, yeah, hey. yeah. But no, it, yeah, I think that's a topic that's pretty near and dear to our hearts. And I think you, you said it right, Ben. I mean, it's why we, we kind of created this podcast too, is we want people to to reach out to us, or if there's anything that we can do for them, whether it's prayer, just pouring into them, whatever the case is. I mean, we love that stuff. Yeah. So we we
1: love getting your questions. We love getting. Um, whatever it might be or even just prayer requests if there's something that's on your heart hey man we love me and Daniel love to pray for you we'd love yeah. to even meet you if you're in the DFW area and you want to yeah. talk about something we would love to meet you
0: more than happy to and hey the, the state's open now Yeah, so Our,
1: yeah. we can do it we can totally do it so. we can totally do it yeah. 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 so we love you guys is there anything else anything
0: so we have to do this right I'm not a fan by any means but Texas own Baylor won the national championships. So we got to give credit where credit's okay. due. Credit, credit, ha, ha. little golf clap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all I have.
1: <laughs> that's all. That's all you had. That's all I had. Yeah. Well, neither one of us went to Baylor. I'm actually kind of surprised you,
0: uh, you. But we are Texans. We are Texans. I mean, I'm kind of like a, an adopted Texan. But uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. that's fair. So what we'll say we'll say hey for all you Baylor fans out there, congratulations. Well-deserved. Actually, very well-deserved. Yeah, it was well-deserved. They uh, absolutely dominated. So congratulations to the Baylor Bears men's basketball team. That was uh, pretty outstanding. So,
1: Hope you guys are happy. We we love you guys. We love doing this for you guys, and we are very serious. Feel free to reach out to us at at Pizza and at podcast at gmail.com, or feel free to just send us messages on Facebook, can't wait to hear it from you guys, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. See you guys.